Sunny. I love you guys. Well, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. I get my get my mom here all the time, so I get to say and and celebrate her often. But I love her so much. So happy Mother's Day, all the mamas. I know for me, it's such an honor. I've been a mom for this is my sixteenth Mother's Day. That's crazy. This is my sixteenth Mother's Day. Wow. I am not that old. So I have a couple funny little mom things. Okay, so texting your moms can be not really great. So the mom texts, your great aunt just passed away, LOL. The son texts back, why is that funny? And the mom says, it's not funny. What do you mean? And the son says, mom, LOL means laughing out loud. So she texts back, I thought it meant lots of love. I have to call everyone back. A daughter texts her, um, her mom. She says, I got an A in chemistry. The mom texts back WTF exclamation point. The daughter says, mom, what do you think WTF means? The mom says, well, that's fantastic. A mom texts her son. What does I-D-K-L-Y-N-T-T-Y-L mean? The son says, I don't know. Love you. Talk to you later. She responds, okay, I'll ask your sister. (laughs) So some little fun stuff. My mom's so cool she wouldn't text me that stuff. No, I'm kidding. She would. So we've been talking so much about value and the significance and how every person is important. Have you guys enjoyed the last few weeks? I just love my husband's message. It's the message of his heart about every person having value and every person being important. And I think as we learn that, as we grow in that, it starts to shape who we are. It starts to transform us from the inside out. Um, But one of the things I think is super important for us to, to know is not just our value and significance with each other, but how does God see us? Does God see us valuable and significant? And not just now as Christians, but how did he feel about us when he created us? How did he feel about us beforehand? How did he feel about us from the beginning? I have this, um, it's kind of like a poem, but it's all in scripture and I want to read it. They're going to put it on up uh, behind me. Um, it says, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up, I'm familiar with all of your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered for you are made in my image In me, you live and move and have your being for you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake for all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but I'm the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you simply because you are my child and I am your father. 
I offer you more than an earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. And every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider, and I meet all your needs. My plans for for your future has always been filled with hope because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts towards you are countless as the sand on the seashore. And I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you. You are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul. I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all of your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. And I am able to do more for you than you can possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the father who comforts you in your troubles. When you are broken hearted, I am close to you. As a a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day I will wipe every tear from your eyes and I'll take the pain you've suffered on the earth. I am your father and I love you even as I love my son, Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed because he is the exact representation of my being. He came, he came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you. And to tell you that I'm counting your, I'm not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I love that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son, Jesus, you receive me and nothing will separate you from my love. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party you've heaven has ever seen. I always have, I have always been father and I will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I'm waiting for you. Isn't that beautiful? Just a love letter from Papa, just right from his word. Just right from his word. That's what he feels about each one of you. Now, I wanted to talk about one verse in particular that was in that poem. And it's Psalm 139, 14. And it says, I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. And I know this very well. How many of you believe that you are wonderful? You've been made with wonder. You know, um, in, I think in another translation, it says we've been fearfully and wonderfully made. I think sometimes people preach it or we, or we hear it or we learn it, that that means that we're supposed to fear God because we've been fearfully made. But I don't think that's what that means. I think it means, and I did some study on this. What fearfully means is that we're not supposed to fear him, but when he looks at us, he sees awe. He sees us awesome because when he made us, he made us with awe in his heart for us. We've been made awesomely with awe in his eyes for us. And the word wonder means beauty. And, and he, so he made us with awesomeness and beauty and he awes and wonders and he looks at his creation and he says, wow. Look who you are. Look what I made. So he's not saying 
wow, I'm so awesome as God. I created these awesome people. I'm so wonderful. What he's saying is, look what I made. Aren't they beautiful? Aren't they wonderful? That's what he says about us. Before anything in creation, he said that. Before I do anything, before I say anything, before I I do a dance for God, before I respond to God, however I feel like I'm supposed to, he says, no, look what I made. I made awe and I made wonder. That's how I see you. When we know this, when it gets in our heart, our lives look different. Because when I know who I am, I live out this life differently. I got a call a couple weeks ago from my son's teacher and he had done something wrong and wasn't that big of a deal. I, I didn't tell him that it wasn't a big deal because I had to like be mom and say, all right, dude, well, you didn't do something right. So I had to like create a punishment, even though I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but his teacher thought it was a big deal. So she called me. So she calls me and she tells me what he did and it, you know, and then I, I get on the phone. I'm like, Hey dude, um, what happened? And he tells me what he did. And I'm like, what do you think about that? He's like, well, it wasn't right. And I'm like, is that who you are, Bubba? He's like, no, it's not who I am. I'm like, okay, when we get home, we'll talk about it. So when we got home, we talked about it. And I, and I was able to talk to him about who he is and that what he did at school wasn't who he is. See, so many times we, we hear sin management sermons and we hear things about like how we should live our life. But let me tell you, if you just know who you are, your life looks different. Because when we step out of our identity, when we step out of who we've been created to be, it when we feel that, it goes against who we are. See, my son knows who he is. And he knows that when he steps out of that boundary of who he is, he's hurting himself. Because when we know who we are, we're able to, to walk it out in our life. And it looks different. That's when our life looks different. If you struggle with something, if you struggle with some sin, I believe it's because you don't know who you really are. Because when you know who you really are, you receive the grace and the ability and the freedom to walk out what you've been destined to become. See, if I step out and I do something that goes against who I am, I feel it immediately. Well, that's not who I am goes against who you made God. And so I don't need to hear sin management sermons. I don't need to read, you know, um, the 10 commandments for me to know what's wrong and what's right. I just know who I am and what he says about me and who he created me to be. And I know that that's my boundary and I don't step out of it. So it, it creates me understanding my identity creates the freedom and the liberty to walk in grace and power. To walk in grace and power. So I just ask my kids that question. Is that who you are? When they do something they're not supposed to. Is that who you are? Because if you know who you are, you won't do it. Yesterday we had such a beautiful ladies tea. If you can imagine, this place was tore down with tables and chairs. And, and we had just an awesome time. Um, but I got to talk to the ladies about what peace means. Peace is shalom and shalom means nothing missing and nothing broken. 
And if we look at our lives through that mirror of peace, when I rest in peace, when I hide myself in peace, when I surround myself in peace and I walk in shalom, that means there's nothing missing and there's nothing broken. And I can see myself the way he sees me. See, God sees you with nothing missing and nothing broken. He sees you whole. He sees you beautiful. He sees you complete. Now, do you see yourselves that way? Because so many times when we fall down, it's just because we don't know who we are. We don't see ourselves the way God sees us. For some reason, we choose to, to live in shame or live in fear or live in this place of just like, I'm already messed up. So God, I'm just going to stay here because you already are mad at me or you already turned away from me instead of saying, no, this is how you see me, God. So I get myself back up and I walk in my true identity because that's how God sees you. That's how he sees you. Nothing missing, nothing broken, broken. Resting in shalom, resting in his peace. Um, yesterday I told a story. My sister shared this video with me of a rabbi talking about, um, how lobsters grow, how they, what they do. Um, so they build themselves a shell. Lobsters aren't born with a shell. So lobsters build themselves a shell. And then, um, once they grow into this shell, it creates stress on their body. It creates, um, tension on their body. So the only way that they can, um, relieve that is they go deep into the ocean and deep into the sand and the shell, that shell comes off and they build themselves a new one. Then they come out on the shore and they grow into it again. Does that make sense? Okay. So how many times in our lives we build something around our life or we, we go through tensions and something happens and it's beyond our strength and it's beyond our power, but we let it crush us instead of going to the deep places, shedding off that skin, shedding off that stuff and letting God build us a new, a new covering and a new surrounding a new shell and new grace. So many times we go through things in life and we feel like it's going to break me. This is going to break me. But those are the things that make us stronger. If we go to the deep places with God, the partnership with God is so beautiful when we know what he says about us and we know who we are in him. See, if I'm just nothing and I'm this nothing person that God doesn't love, and I don't know who I am, then my partnership with God is so uneven. It's so, um, it's so backwards. How can God help me if I'm so small? How can God help me if he hates me? How can God help me if he despises me? But if I know how he feels about me, if I know what he says about me, I stand up tall. And we, now me and God partner and God, I lean on you. I trust in you. I put my hope in you because I know how you feel about me. So when the stresses of life, when things get hard and I feel pressure and I feel pain and I feel discouragement and I don't feel like I'm going to make it, this thing might break me. I go to the deep places with you, God, and I shed this skin and I shed this stuff and I let it break off of me and I let you build something 
new and something strong in me that I know I will make it to the next day. I know I'm going to get through this moment. I know I'm going to get through this situation and this circumstance because I can put my hope in you because I know who I am. And that makes me know who you are because when I know who I am, I can see the kind of God who made me. I can see the kind of God who created me. He's a good father. He's a good loving daddy. And I can put my hope and trust in that. So you can't put your hope and trust in a God that's angry and vengeful. You don't really put your hope. You have fear and not the right kind. I think a lot of times if you've been raised in the church, you've learned to fear God. And it's not a healthy fear. It's a fear that creates distance, creates walls. How can I really rest in the peace of my Papa when I'm afraid of him? How can I really trust a good father when I don't know he loves me? See, understanding all these things is so important for us to be able to walk in victory and walk in freedom and know that sin does not have a hold on me and situations and circumstances will not break me because I can put my hope and trust in a father that's pouring out his love. And a father that's pouring out his grace. And it never stops. And it never ends. He just keeps loving. And he keeps lifting. He keeps picking me up. He keeps going with me to those deep dark places. And saying I'm with you. You can trust me. That's my father. And that's what he says about every one of you. So in this moment. I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm going to close. So. V, you want to come play a little bit for me? It's Mother's Day. I have a barbecue to go to. So I'm ready for my kids to serve me, rub my feet. My husband is the best husband because he knows my love language, so he gives me nice cards that have cash inside. Trained him well. No, but really knowing who you are, knowing what he says, let me tell you, I've lived this, I've, I've been in church my whole life. My mom is a, is a pastor since before I was even born. I know God, but when I understood who I was and the kind of God he is, I was set free forever. I don't have to struggle with stupid stuff and sins and, you know, like I struggle with certain things, but I don't have to struggle with my identity because I know what he says about me. That's freedom. The world doesn't need us to manage their sin or to, or to look at them with condemnation. The world already has that. They need us to represent to represent who God really is. He's a loving father who says, I knew you before the foundation of the world. And I loved you before you could love me back. I sent my son before you could do anything for me. That's the kind of father we have. That's the message the world is looking for. That's what they're looking for. And at this morning, if you're struggling with something, I wrote down some things I feel like some of us might be struggling with. When you, once you know who you are and those things go against your very being, they go against you. That's when you can say, God, I let go. I shed it. I shed that skin. 
but this morning I feel like there's some people that have brokenness. Maybe it's even this holiday, this Mother's Day. Maybe your mom wasn't there. Maybe you don't have babies of your own. Maybe you lost some. Whatever that brokenness is you're feeling, I feel like God is saying, just know how much I love you and you'll stand up. I feel like there's people that struggle with fear. And the Lord wants you to know, fear not, fear not, fear not. Over and over, he he spoke to his people, fear not. Why? Because I'm with you. You don't need to fear when you know who God is and you know he's with you. And fear and anxiety and depression. I just felt like God wanted to break that stuff off his people this morning. You know, I struggled with depression at one point in my life and it was, it took my husband and my sister to really talk me into just my purpose. And they just really, um, prayed for me. And, and there's a scripture and it said, it says, um, I don't remember, but it says, it talks about how, um, the perp, like the root of anxiety is when we don't hope and trust in God. So if you're struggling with fear or anxiety or depression, put your hope in God. Sometimes it comes because we have expectations on our lives that we never were meant to carry. The minute you give yourself an expectation, you've given yourself a chance to let yourself down. God doesn't put expectations on you. He loves you no matter what. He loves you no matter what. And the last thing I feel like God wants to f- free some people of is just sin. Just stuff. I feel like God wants to set some people free this morning. If you've been struggling with sin or you've been struggling with any of these things I talked about, God wants you to be free. Don't let sin or weights hold you down any longer from your destiny. It's much easier knowing who you are and walking in freedom. So God, I pray right now. I pray for your people, God. I pray for freedom this morning. I pray for wholeness, God. Minister to your people. I pray we receive your love. Can you just open up your heart? Put your eyes at heaven. You know, sometimes we we take a low place, but it's false humility because we don't want to deal with sin or shame or pride inside of us. So take the high place and look up to Papa who's looking back at you. Papa, lift your hands. I receive freedom this morning. I receive freedom this morning, God. And I pray every heart and every life would just receive your touch. Just receive your touch. You know, I don't do this very often, but I feel like I'm supposed to. If you need to be set free from something, I want you to come up to this altar and don't pretend or don't walk slow or don't 
Don't feel like, oh, this is not for me. If you're struggling with anything I talked about, I want you to come up to this altar as fast as you can because God will meet you in that place where you just surrender it all to him. Yes, Lord. Father, I just pray freedom as your people come. Freedom. Let everything, every chain break. Everything that's holding them back, just break off in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We receive your freedom, God. If I could have the prayer team just come and pray behind everybody who's up here. Don't pray for them yet, but just just stand behind them. Stand behind them. Jesus. Wholeness, wholeness. Yeah, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Bring the change. Bring the change. By the grace of God. You love me. Can you lift your hands one more time with me as I dismiss you? Father, we receive it. We receive your love this morning. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. We're going to minister to some people, but if you're here and you wanted to be dismissed, we dismiss you. We love you. Um, Please stop by the connect table if it's your first time. But everybody else, if you want to come receive prayer, we're going to stay and minister for a little bit. Thank you.
so good.